Ready to start the show? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dad Sense, a show for family men and women looking to grow their financial future and manage their financial present the right way. We're all about food, family, fun, and finance. I hope all of you out there are doing well. Welcome to the monthly market update. We're going to be talking about the month of February. It is March. Can you believe that already? I can't believe it. The year just seems to be flying by. We're going to do something a little different. Typically, these market updates are bonus episodes, if you will. But I've received so much positive feedback that I'm going to make the market update an official episode of DadSense each month. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The first Tuesday of each month, the new episode of DadSense will be devoted to the monthly market update. So let's jump into it. Well, I said it earlier. (laughs) I can't believe we're already in March. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to March. A time for renewal, a time for growth, a time we look forward to spring, and a time when the days grow longer and the weather begins to warm. Unfortunately, February's market performance feels more like atrophy, (laughs) not so much growth. We saw stocks slide lower in February, despite posting solid gains to begin the year. The S&P fell more than 2%, cutting its year-to-date return to 3.4%. And at the end of January, investors, they started feeling like inflation might finally be waning, but... Then we saw inflation expand again in February. Kind of wild. The Fed has reiterated its desire to hold inflation at 2%. There is evidence that the economy can withstand further tightening. So Fed Powell has made it clear that more interest rate hikes are likely. And that shouldn't be a surprise. We saw this coming. A sizable portion of the economic news. In my opinion, it's contradictory. It's resulting in a lot of uncertainty and the inability to clearly determine what direction our economy is heading. We do have positive indicators. Those include job growth. That remains robust. Unemployment still remains low. Consumers, we are still spending money. Manufacturing, well, goods are on the rise. And the housing market, when you take a look at it, it seems to be recovering. But... Unfortunately, not all the news is positive. Inflation, that lovely word we all enjoy hearing so much, that is remaining stubbornly high. New home constructions are weak. Overall construction is down. And businesses, they are struggling with increased costs and trying to pass those costs on the consumer who, fortunately, are still paying those high costs. 
with so many conflicting indicators, <laughs> it's no wonder why economists, they can't agree about what lies ahead. And then, of course, there is that U.S. debt ceiling drama. Is anybody else out there frustrated about hearing about this drama every year? It seems like we're constantly facing the same issue every year. In January, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen implemented emergency measures that allowed the government to continue borrowing money in the short term. And the whole idea behind this was, well, we were trying to prevent a U.S. debt default. In February, the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office said that will be exhausted sometime between July and September. And that's if Congress fails to raise the $31.4 trillion U.S. debt limit. That's something we can come up with overnight, right? $31.4 trillion. Has anybody ever put that kind of number into perspective? That number is just amazing to me. I mean, $31.4 trillion. Incredible. Failure by Congress to reach a consensus on the debt ceiling has the potential to significantly damage the jobs market, worsen inflation, and greatly increase the chances of a recession. Another word that we're constantly hearing in the headlines. All right, so let's get in the official market update for the month of February. We're to start with stocks. Stocks, they are still holding on to solid gains for 2023. But after that steady rally we saw earlier this year, markets, they've seen a renewed bout of fluctuations in recent weeks. Stocks declined in February. There were worrisome signs that inflation might have reversed course, but then it accelerated again as the year began. There's something out there called Core Personal Consumption Expenditures, PCE. It's widely considered to be the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, and that number was revised higher, pushing the year-over-year increase from 4.6 to 4.7%, the first pickup in pace we've seen since September 2022. Let's get into individual sectors. Not much to cover here. But it is worth noting that in U.S. sector performance, only one of 11 sectors finished the month of February in positive territory. Can you guess, ladies and gentlemen, what sector that was? I don't know if I'm allowed to sing that. I don't have the rights to that song. (laughs) Information technology, winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) That was the sole sector of the S&P 500, and it finished the month up in green. Barely, around 0.4% as growth names, they continue to outperform. What about bonds? Well, in February, markets continued to recalibrate Fed expectations. Importantly, we saw markets remove the expectation for 0.50% of rate cuts by the end of 2023. And that's something to note. Instead, the markets are now pricing in three rate hikes for 2023. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, three rate hikes. As a result, we saw a marked rise in rates over the month. The 10-year yield rose from 3.39% in February, February 1st, to 3.91% on February 28th. And that is definitely something we need to pay attention to. With such a rapid rise in yields, it should be no surprise to anybody out there that the Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index settled down 
negative 2.59% for the month. And it's currently only slightly positive for the year at positive 0.41%. Okay, so we talked stocks, we talked bonds, we talked sector performance. What about the economy? Well, a survey of consumer confidence fell to a three-month low. That came in at 102.9 in January. And that signals worries about the future path of the economy. High inflation, rising interest rates, they are depressing U.S. growth. Not new to us, right? We've heard that story before, over and over again, in fact. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the, all the news media wants to talk about is inflation. The closely followed index, it slid 3.1 points from 106 in January. Economists polled by the Wall Street Journal had forecast that index to rise to 108.5. Ladies and gentlemen, consumer confidence tends to signal whether the economy is getting better or worse. And the index remains well below the levels associated with a healthy economy. However, contrary to confidence, the labor market remains strong. In fact, U.S. employers added 517,000 new jobs in January, handily beating expectations. They added 4.8 million total jobs in 2022, more than twice the roughly $2.3 million average from 2015 to 2019. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed our monthly market update. I'm going to close with this. My investment team and I, we remain cautiously optimistic on the outlook for the economy and stocks. However, and this is a big however, any dip in the labor market could be a signal for a downturn. As always, ladies and gentlemen, we're here for you. I'm here for you. If you have concerns about current economic conditions, questions about finances, or if you need to chat about taxes, just give us a call be happy to help you. That was the monthly market update for the month of February. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Be sure to check back next week for a new episode of Dad Sense. Next Tuesday, I'll be talking about five reasons women need to invest. The show is called Dad Sense because I'm a dad giving you my two cents about the financial world. But guess what? We have so many female listeners out there. And next week's topic is so important. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have questions, concerns, the email address, the phone number, both are in the description of the podcast. Please reach out to us. We'd be happy to help. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate all of you. Be well. Ho, ho, ho. Hello. It's me, Santa Claus. Otherwise known as Old Saint Sage Pat, Jason has me on payroll so his three-year-old daughter can get all the hot toys ahead of schedule. I'm visiting from the North Pole so I can read the disclosures. We don't want to irritate regulators now, do we? Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation. FSC member, FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned in other entities and or marketing or services referenced or are independent of FSC. Jason Fuchs, Amber Fuchs, and Sage Power Financial Advisors are unaffiliated. Ho, ho, ho.